ACC covers country. Hello, it's Casey from 92.3 WIL. It's nice to be here in your speakers again. Thanks for tuning in today. So tomorrow night, which is July 9th, Scotty McCreary and Tennille Arts will be here. They're going to perform at the pageant for our Boots and Bourbon concert series. It's our third concert of the entire series. So we're about halfway through after tomorrow night. So he called us this morning in studio just to catch up before he gets here and kind of get excited about the show. So I will play that here in case you're a big Scotty fan and you just want to hear the conversation. Or if you haven't bought your tickets to the show yet, I'll let him talk you into it. 92.3 WIL, hello. Hey, morning. It's Scotty McCreary. How you doing? Scotty, what's up, man? Hey, I'm doing good. How about y'all? How has your morning been so far? We are just getting started. <laughs> I uh, got in from a, a long golf weekend last night, so we're uh, we're recovering from, from that. Sure. I mean, how many how many shows have you done so far, I guess, this year? Um, I think like three or four so far. We did one full weekend, and that's the first time it really felt like, oh, man, like, me and the band are on the bus. We're traveling city to city. It's 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 back. So um, it's exciting right now. I know it's super exciting to get back out on stage and to kind of feel that energy and everything that's going on. But is there anything that you already kind of miss from not or from having to go out on the road like that you have become accustomed to over the past year? Uh, I mean, yeah, being home, I'm a homebody. So it's going to uh, it's going to be a little adjustment for sure getting back out there. But it's always known for the last nine or ten years. So I don't think it'll be too crazy. I'm really just worried about my dog, Moose, because he's just used to seeing me. Oh, every day yeah. Now. That's not normal. So hopefully he adjusts well, too. That's one thing I haven't even thought about is all the dogs that probably have that separation anxiety now that everybody's going back out on tour and starting to work again. So, yeah, absolutely. I feel like over quarantine, everybody was just trying to find ways to stay busy. When you're out on tour and you're like going city to city, whenever you're not working or at the venue, what are you guys doing on the bus or in between stops to kind of make the time pass and stay busy? Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty boring. I, I'll just stay on the bus and, and watch you know, the golf channel or something all day. But uh, it's always nice when my wife could be, she heads out there with me because she'll get me off the bus and she'll say, hey, we're at, we're in St. Louis. Let's go see the arch or let's, you know, just little things and seeing sights and stuff. So um, she keeps us busy out there whenever we get out there, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Is she, by chance, is she going to come to St. Louis when you are here later on this week? I'm not sure. I'm not, we kind of, a lot of times just decide like the day before, like, hey, you want to go? Yeah, so. Hopefully, though, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's great. We'd love to meet her. We're excited to have you in St. Louis on Friday uh, with Tennille Arts. It's going to be a lot of fun. And the pageant, I don't I don't think you've ever played at the pageant. You've played at most of the venues in St. Louis, but uh, it's a smaller room. It's like a 3,000 capacity room. Is there anything that you like uh, differently from like a big stadium or a big amphitheater show as opposed to like a smaller venue like that? Yeah, you know, I think there's, there's things you like in both. I mean, obviously the big stadiums and amphitheaters, it's thousands of people and everybody's having a big time. It's rock and roll. But uh, I love the intimate shows, man, like this. And, and you get to sit down and really kind of tell the stories of how you wrote the songs and the inspiration behind them and where they came from. Um, it, it almost feels like I get to get to know the crowd too, uh, you know, a little better. It's, it's, it's just a cool setting. So I love them both. Uh, kind of stalking you on your Instagram page and noticed that you got out to the uh, uh, Sequoia National Park. And I, I've never been there before. I don't know if you had before this 
time, but like, can you, <laughs> those trees look gigantic. It is crazy. I mean, I was, I was mind blown the whole time we were walking around out there. Like you could legitimately live like in that tree. Like it's big enough. And I think they did back in like the 1800s, they hollowed them out and stuff. So, um, yeah, they are giants for sure. I was, I was pretty mind blown walking around there. I know you said that you like to watch the golf channel. I know this was just last night, but did you get a chance to catch any of that Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson game? I didn't get to watch it, but if you know me, I'm a big Tom Brady fan, so I'm yeah. going to be uh, I'm going to be following up, and I probably recorded. I'm sure there's a way you can watch it back, but um, I heard he lost, though. It's tough. Tom doesn't lose a lot. I know he doesn't lose a lot, but he did. If you could have like any celebrity come play with you, or if like, I guess since you're the celebrity, if you could play with anybody for a day, um, like a professional golfer, who would you choose? Oh, it's got to be Tiger, right? Oh, right. Like, I mean, growing up watching him win, and and you know. Obviously, he's hurt right now. Hopefully, he gets better soon. But, uh, yeah, that dude, I mean, he, he moves the needle. He's the guy that if he's playing, doesn't matter what's going on, I'm watching. And I remember when he won the Masters a few years ago, we were sitting there, and Gabi needed me to help out with something in the kitchen, and he's on, like, the 18th green putting. And I was like, Gabi, not now, Tiger. My uh, my grandmother, before she passed away, was a huge Tiger Woods fan. She loved watching golf, and she just she talked him up and down. And I feel like... He's been through so much over the past, you know, 15, 20 years, 25 years yeah. of, of playing golf and everything. It's it's kind of fun to see him reemerge several times. I, I hate that it has to be through an accident this last time, but uh, it seems like he just comes out stronger every single time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anybody can come back from it, it's him for sure. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. He, uh, I think it looks like he's enjoying it more too. You know, back in the day he was still, you know, stone cold, you know, straight face, but uh, looks like he's having fun with it. So well, yeah, he's, he's a top of the list for me. For sure. For sure. Well, you time has done so well and we are playing the heck out of it out of, on the, on the year. Is there any new stuff that you've got coming out? Anything you're working on right now that we can look forward to? Yeah, absolutely. If, if everybody comes out of the pageant, they'll, they'll hear some unreleased stuff and, uh, we just finished up the album. Like I got the mixes in last week, so um, it's ready to go. And I think you know, early this fall or late this summer, uh, depending on how you look at it, it uh, should be out there. So we're gearing up for it. I'm excited. That's so interesting to me. Like from the turning in of the songs to how long that takes to become like released. Is that usually about three to four months? It typically is for me. I mean, everybody's different, but I mean, it, it really takes a village to launch an album and there's so many appearances and you got to do a photo shoot for the album. You got to do, you know, interviews, biography, song by song, talking about them and um, all the scheduling stuff too. So there's a lot that goes into it. It's, it's obviously not just, hey, here's the music. I hope y'all enjoy it. You know, it's, it's a lot. Well, Scotty, we appreciate your time today, and uh, we cannot wait to party with you on Friday night at the pageant. Hey, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing y'all, too. All right, awesome. we'll see you. We'll Have a good one. Awesome. Y'all be good. We'll see Scotty is so nice and pure and always so genuine. I'm very excited to see him tomorrow night. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, 923WIL.com. It's only $30 for a ticket and $35 at the door for all of our Boots and Bourbon shows this year. So make sure you check it out. And when it comes to covering what happened in the country world this past week, I'm going to be honest, not a lot happened. It's been a little bit boring out there, but something that really caught my attention today 
was Jennifer Nettles in the headlines. You know her from Sugarland. She's also a solo artist, and she's an advocate for women in the country music industry. To quote an essay that she just released to People magazine, she said, There are so many women who should be on country radio. We look at everyone from super wildly successful Casey Musgraves, who should be on the radio but isn't, and she doesn't need to, so lucky her. But what about Ashley McBride, Brandi Clark, Brandi Carlisle, Cam, Mickey Guyton? There are so many. Even Mickey, who is receiving rightfully so much visibility right now, her support on country radio is still virtually non-existent as a woman of color. So as a woman, you already have one barrier of entry, but as a woman of color, you have even further to go. What's a girl got to do just to get to do what you love? I read this this morning and it really hit somewhere deep with me. Remy and I spoke a little bit about it on the air and he made a good point to say that the problem here doesn't necessarily lie in one place. It's just the way that things have always been done. But between artists and labels and radio and streaming platforms and consumers like you listening to country music, a shift is definitely due when it comes to exposure for women in the country music industry. I think if you keep an eye open to it, you'll start to notice this because I definitely have over the last few months. I actually keep this concert calendar here at the station. It's got all of our big concerts in it that WIL promotes that we have to be there for. And so far, as of today, we have 27 concerts featuring men as our headlining artists, but only two concerts that have women as headlining artists. And yes, there are going to be more concerts added throughout the next couple of months. And, you know, as winter goes on and now that things back to normal, I'm sure we'll have more concert announcements to come. But that's still an overwhelming ratio. Those headlining female artists being Ashley McBride as well as Lady A, which is actually a group with two guys and one female, but they're bringing along Carly Pierce and Tennille Arts. So for me, of course, it counts. Plus, Ashley McBride will be here twice this year, once as an opening act, as well as a headliner for her own show. She's one of those artists that makes me feel like she's really working twice as hard just to get where she's going. And I know we could also make that argument for Parker McCollum and a couple of other artists that we're not allowed to spill secrets on just yet. Artists that are coming back to St. Louis a couple times this year, sometimes as openers, sometimes as headliners. However, just to circle back to my point, all of us work hand in hand. Radio promotes the shows that were given, but a lot of these artists get to the headlining level by getting a big push from their labels and then by getting airtime on mainstream country radio. It really is this big circle of life chain reaction in the country music industry. And I love working in country radio. If you listen to me, I'm sure you would know that. But I think that also means that sometimes I just have to keep it real with you. And I commend Jennifer Nettles on speaking up and talking to People Magazine about it and making her big stunt at the 2019 CMA Awards. If you remember, she she wrote on her gown, play our effing records, please and thank you. And she wore that on the red carpet. It made a lot of waves. And I think somebody has to if we ever want to see some things change. So I will link that article in the description of this episode. And that being said... We are kicking off concert season in St. Louis, and we got to talk to Walker Hayes when he performed for us at the pageant last week. He is so genuine and fun, and just a dad who's out there trying to provide for his family. He's had a hard come up, but a come up nonetheless. Maybe you saw his last TikTok go viral. Remy and I actually got to do his dance with him whenever he was here, and if you missed it, that's on the 92.3 WIL Instagram. Check it out. But without further ado, here's our interview with Walker Hayes. Thank you again for listening. I'm so glad to have you here. 
Boots and Bourbon back at the pageant with our second show, Granger Smith and our friend Walker Hayes. What's How you up? doing, man? So good to be here. Uh, we were talking backstage a little bit, and you've you've actually been on the road for a little bit. Can you kind of explain the energy and how it's been performing again? Oh, yeah. First show was a little bit weird. I think it was like 430-something days since we had performed, and uh, I was forgetting words and, uh, like, missing transit. <laughs> Woo! And missing, uh, take a DNA test. Uh, I was, I was uh, missing transitions, you know, and not coming in at the right time. And also the crowd was kind of awkward. Like you could tell they didn't know what to do so close. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think we just all thought we were going to get COVID that night. But over, <laughs> over the next, you know, few nights, we kind of got, got, got the hang of it again. And now... Man, people are just so excited to be out there, and the band's feeling good. So you've got uh, a bunch of new music out right now. How's it feel to like to like put that into the world after a year of pretty much silence? Well, I mean, to tell you honestly, you know, when I put out music, it's a little splash. You know, usually I'm just used to like, oh, cool, my diehards get it, and usually, you know, we try to we try to work something to radio but this has just been completely different and i think it's the combo of everybody coming out you know getting outside again and together in crowds again and this music kind of meeting them maybe where they are like the spirit of this music just kind of being crazy and um it's a pretty large explosion for me i mean i haven't i haven't experienced releasing music like this ever um, you know, even with my song, You Broke Up With Me. So, dude, it's amazing. It's been fun. It's been a good ride. Well, Fancy Like is a jam. Thanks, I feel man. like you're touching so many people with that song. You know what I mean? Like, has Applebee's reached out to you at oh, all? Oh, yeah. We're working. We're getting, uh, I'm, I'm describing the, the, like, gold or platinum status card I would like them to create for me so I can have Bourbon Street steak for life. And uh, that would help us out, you know, with feeding the kids and stuff. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, dude, we're talk we're talking to Wendy's. Uh, I don't even drink, and we're probably going to talk to Natty. Um, I mean, hilarious. I used to drink, but yeah, I mean, it's funny. All these all these people we're talking to about just using the song, you know, um, for their marketing and stuff. So we'll see what comes of that. Who is the biggest, I guess, celebrity or TikToker or somebody that you got excited to see? do your TikTok dance? Oh, wow. Well, I've seen a lot of people who don't. What, what's been amazing to me is see people who just don't really get out of that shell, you mm -hmm. know, and dance. And one, me and, um, have you ever heard the song Craig? I just have a song called Craig about a dude named Craig. Oh, yeah. It's about a guy who, like, gave us a minivan one time. Oh. We had no, we didn't have any money, and he gave us this van. So I wrote him the song. Well, anyway, he and I are working on a book and that were published by this company called Moody. And they're like really, they're super fancy, like formal and they do things, they're, they're, like, they're like adults, they're not like musicians. <laughs> and the publisher did it the other day on Instagram and I was like, I had no idea you would ever dance in public, you know? And so that's been blowing my mind. I'm trying to think of, um, I don't really know like famous, famous people, you know, mm -hmm. yet who have kicked it off, but there are so many videos and I just, honestly, I just love 
it makes me feel good. It's just joyful, like yeah. to watch people try to do it. And also, I've seen some good dancers do it, and I'm like, that's twice as good. That's way better than we did. Like you're making our dance look bad, but they're just putting their spin on it, you know, yeah. and having fun. That's so. really cool. That's the power of TikTok. You had a you had a good question about TikTok earlier. Too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm kind of wondering, like, because as an artist, you put out songs, right? You have nitpicked them up and down, right? So right. you've been through that song a hundred times before it actually goes out right. to anybody. And then you still don't know how it's going to be received. Right. Do you kind of feel like there's a little bit of that with TikTok and like putting up random videos? Because I think we see that because we're like, okay, I literally just did nothing and reacted to a video and it's going crazy viral right now. Right. I literally did nothing. So do you kind of see a parallel between like when you put out songs and when you put out like TikTok videos? Yeah, I mean, you know what's funny is Leela and I had done I'm gonna just admit you guys, this like the fancy like one was just a phenomenon. It still is to me. I mean, I still get on and I I look at like wherever it says how many people have made videos to the video. I think it's like fifty thousand now. Or one and, of those. Um, so, one of them, yeah. yeah. Well and it's on it's on <laughs> reels too, you know? And um I don't know anything about TikTok. And we had done dances to other songs, and they had done okay, you know. Um, but this just, like, got in a different stream and just you could see, you know, the numbers going up. And I and uh, so, yeah, it really it excites me to be like, oh, y'all like this. Well, wait till you see here the next, you know. And yeah. it's, it's cool because it's like you can you – can, pay attention to that analytic it's like obviously the songs work people like the way this song feels it's not just the dance they, they're liking these lyrics you know and uh, hey if i gotta do a dance for you to stop your life and listen to it while you're on the toilet and scroll yeah. through it i don't care i'm like i don't really look that bad dancing i'm okay you know for a dad and i'm like okay there's going to be a lot more dances, you that's know, awesome. in the future. That's awesome. I, you know, we were just kind of hanging out backstage just now, and there was a, a superhuman moment that you had with Granger Smith. And yes, I was eavesdropping, but you were talking about the the year that you just had and being with the kids more and yeah. being with the family more, and you guys both shared a moment there. Can you kind of take us through that real yeah, quick? Yeah, you know, I think he and I. I, I am I'm I'm not like embarrassed to admit this about the past like I just coming out of this year I want to be real sensitive to people who had tough years and um it was challenging for me I mean for my marriage just to be in the same house you know every day that that took a minute to get used to and with a uh, lot of kids yeah not with just a lot one of kids chaos yeah I mean homeschooling and I'm in the meantime I'm trying to write you know, and prepare for when the world does open up. But one thing I learned was like, I wasn't out here hustling and leaving the fam and missing them and life just went on, you know? And I think I think he and I were, you know, all artists, we were kind of removed from this rat race that we're all in our heads, we're like, we gotta be out there scratching and clawing and we weren't for a year and we're okay and that was a good lesson for us to learn and um he and i were talking about just hanging with the kids and i but the the year prior to covid i had never seen my son play football he's a great football player i'd only seen it on on the phone and uh it's like streaming him and stuff and and i got to coach last year and legitimately some of the dads were like why are you so happy and i was like 
because I never you don't get have to do ever that. gotten to do this. This is amazing. I was like, the smell of grass, you know. <laughs> I was like, it's freaking incredible. And uh, they were like, calm down, dude, you know. But um, yeah, we were t- we were just kind of admitting to each other that moving forward. Maybe we would like to be a little more intentional with our time. Like, it's not like I don't want to play shows. I just don't want to have to, I just don't want to say yes to everything because it's not worth missing what I was missing at the house. I know that's a long winded answer to that. But speaking of like appreciating the little things, something that we brought up to Justin Moore last week, and I think we decided we're going to start asking every artist do you mow your lawn? No, no. <laughs> it My son so. does it. Yeah, Baylor does it, and uh, him and a buddy named uh, Joshua next door. They they have like a lawn business, oh, and cute. so they just get you know. But That's yeah, awesome. I don't mow my lawn. Does yeah. Justin Moore? No. No. Yeah. He's got he's like, a, like he's got super like 130 rich. Acres, so. Oh yeah, dude. If he he he'd literally mow from Monday to the next Monday and start yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I don't you know. No, but since I grew this beard, though, I bought some power tools. I have some, I have a new, uh, have a new jigsaw and tool belt and some some cool stuff that yeah, really act out the look. really goes with the beard. You're yeah. missing the wood though because wood is so expensive these days. Yeah, right? I can't yeah. afford wood or copper. It. There's yeah. a shortage yeah. on all these good good materials. So. Well, thank you so much, uh, Walker Hayes, for opening up and, and uh, being honest and Always. transparent. And you know, we're digging the new stuff. Come on, can't wait to see you perform tonight. Thanks, man. I'm looking forward to it. Casey covers country. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.